For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Authorities are looking for answers after an Amber Alert goes out for a three-year-old boy from Fayetteville. Coming up, I'll tell you what else we know from this case. And our current weather pattern continues today. This low will continue to spin moisture up across our area. This time it may not be all day. I'll show you which parts of today are likely to be dry. And as she's doing that, the WRL Storm Tracker is out on the roads this morning, giving you a look at what to expect during your morning commute. This is what it looks like right now in Raleigh as the WRL Storm Tracker is making its way through to see some rain. And the state is planning some big upgrades to improve traffic on Capitol Boulevard. How you can give your thoughts about what needs to be done. Welcome to your Wednesday morning. It is 6 o'clock. I'm Michelle McConaughey in for an HU. And I'm Chris Lovingood. And hopefully you um, are into rain today in the next couple of days. <laughs> in the next couple of days. <laughs> On the first yeah. day of summer. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner, she's tracking the whole thing for you, letting you know how exactly it's going to go out. I do have some good news. It looks like it's not going to be as wet this afternoon. You know, yesterday afternoon it was pouring on and off and on and off. Definitely going to be dealing with some rain this morning, but the afternoon looks pretty dry for us. Now, Thursday is another story. It looks like we'll have more of a, of a long afternoon of rain. But right now we're looking at some scattered showers from Raleigh southward over toward Goldsboro, Sanford, Fayetteville, and Clinton. We'll zoom in down here and you can see from Sanford to Dunn to Andrew to Smithfield to Goldsboro through Clinton and Fayetteville and Hope Mills. That's where the rain is right now. Not terribly heavy, but it is steady. We're not looking at any lightning and thunder right now. You can see as we go through the morning, we continue to see that band of rain lifting up through the area. It's probably going to cause some issues for the morning commute, at least in a couple of spots. But by lunchtime, we start to dry out. Notice how the rain dissipates and we're looking at dry conditions through the afternoon and a lot of the models are on board with this so we feel pretty confident that we're going to see a dry slot that comes in now we're still going to be cloudy and cool but we should get a bit of a break from the rain then tomorrow we're back into some heavier rain during the afternoon because of the cloud cover and a northeast wind at the surface we'll end up cool today with temperatures in the mid 70s for the first day of summer also tracking the tropics right here tropical storm brett the new advisory from 5 a.m shows it moving west at 16 miles per hour with 60 mile per hour winds, not quite hurricane strength, and it's not likely to become a hurricane. Instead, it moves here into the Caribbean where it's not as likely to gain any strength. As a matter of fact, it is likely to dissipate as we get into the weekend. Some of the models continue to show that northward turn, but that pattern that would pull it northward isn't likely to evolve for a while. By the time we see the second system starting to develop, it could be lifted northward. We'll talk more about that in just a bit. Brian? It is 6.02 right now. I'm going to take you to Benson for a look at that camera at 95 at I-40. Under some of that rain, you can see it's gray and wet out there. And as Elizabeth just showed us on the radar, we do have areas, especially south of the Triangle, where we are seeing some pretty steady rain. That trip on I-95 through Fayetteville up toward Dunn, Benson, and into the central part of Johnston County, pretty wet right now. I-40 also looking pretty wet. I'm going to zoom in closer to the Triangle, and you can see some of that rain starting to creep into Fuquay Verena up toward Clayton and Garner. The WRL storm trackers headed in that direction, and once they see some rain,
rain. We'll let you uh, get a look at the way conditions are shaping up out there on the roads. Thankfully, right now, no crashes are showing up anywhere in the viewing area and no big delays on major routes. Well, that's good to hear. All right, thanks, Brian. Breaking overnight, police are searching for a missing boy from Fayetteville. And this morning, around 3 o'clock, an Amber Alert was issued for 3-year-old Robert Parker Jr. Michael Grace is in the WREL Breaking News Tracker. He's live at the police department. And, Michael, just tell us a little bit about what we know so far about this case. Yeah, well, the big thing so far that pops out is police say the person who took Robert Parker Jr. is his father, Robert Parker. And this all happened on July 14th on the 2200 block of Ireland Drive here in Fayetteville. But let's get back to that picture of Robert Parker Jr. He's a three-year-old. He has blonde hair, blue eyes. His father, 46 years old, 5'7", 160 pounds with hazel eyes. Police say they believe that they were last driving a 2006 blue Chevy Trailblazer with tinted windows, also with some damage to the front end. Now, detectives with the Fayetteville Police do have an arrest warrant for kidnapping for Robert Paul Parker. So if you do have any information, you are encouraged to call them for any tips. In Fayetteville, Michael Grace, WRAL News. And more breaking news, a new glimmer of hope this morning in the search for five people at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. The U.S. Coast Guard tweeted after midnight that a Canadian aircraft heard underwater noises in the search area. But questions still remain about how teams could get to the submersible, even if it's located. OceanGate Expedition says the sub had a 96-hour oxygen supply when it embarked Sunday for a tour of the wreckage of the Titanic. That supply is now down to about 24 hours hours. An explorer who has visited the Titanic site says he's hopeful the crew will be found. I'd be an optimistic. I mean, uh, it, it probably will be a miracle, but you know, it's there's still a chance. So I think we should all do whatever we can and uh, excuse me, use every resource available to uh, to at least try. The Coast Guard says it searched an area the size of Connecticut and is adding remotely operated vehicles to look below the surface. And here in the WRA Live Center, we continue to monitor this story for any new developments. And we're getting word this morning that Dr. Steve Ross, he's a renowned UNC W professor and a marine researcher. He works for OceanGate. He serves as the chief scientist for that company and helped launch the submersible on Sunday. Now, the university for several days couldn't reach him. There was some concern that he may have been on the sub. The university now saying Professor Ross is working on the support vessel. Again, that may main ship that helped launch that sub on Sunday. And of course, he is currently unreachable. We will continue to monitor this story here in the W Area Live Center for any new developments. All right, Ken, thank you. Today, you can share your thoughts about how Capitol Boulevard should be improved. WRL's Laura Levine joins us this morning. Laura, the DOT says this is a vital project, but some people who live nearby, they have their concerns. Michelle, good morning. A lot of people do have many questions about this project. The construction for the first leg of the project will take place right here between I-540 and Durant and Perry Creek Roads. The NCDOT says up to 65,000 vehicles travel the main stretch of Capitol Boulevard each day. So as you can see, a very busy area. After completing an environmental assessment, the public is asked to weigh in today on the latest plans. Today's public hearing will go more in depth on that recent study. The 
DOT wants to convert Capitol Boulevard to a freeway between Raleigh and Wake Forest. The 10-mile freeway would be six lanes wide with 12-foot shoulders and a concrete median and a speed limit of 65 miles per hour. It would also eliminate traffic lights and driveways to get rid of that stop and go for commuters. People who live in the area say some of the options for improvements would limit their access to Capitol Boulevard. Well, if this gets cut off, our neighborhood and others around us are cut off. Um, uh, for our neighborhood, uh, it means that we'll probably uh, have a, a serious decline in our property values. So that public hearing will take place at the Living Word Family Church in Wake Forest beginning at 4 p.m. And then a presentation will follow that meeting at 7. Laura Levine, WREL News, live in Raleigh. This morning, crews hope to learn what caused a fire that destroyed a home in East Raleigh. Four people were told were inside the fire that started yesterday, but we're told all of them were able to quickly escape. This is video from the scene on Beacon Village Drive. Firefighters say it took them about 20 minutes to get the fire knocked down. Attorney and prominent civil rights activist Ben Crump is expected in North Carolina today to give updates on two cases involving police departments. Crump is set to hold news conferences in Duplin County about the death of James Lanier. Lanier was killed by a Wallace police officer in February. It happened outside the Express Mini Market. The district attorney says the officer was justified in shooting. Crump is also expected to speak out about Daryl Williams's case. Williams died while in Raleigh police custody in January. Today's update comes just weeks after an autopsy was released, listing his death as a homicide. It also lists several contributing factors, including cocaine, the use of a taser, and heart disease. Crump is set to speak at 1 o'clock this afternoon. There's a bill requiring schools to inform parents if a student chooses to use a different name or gender, and that will be debated during a House Education Committee meeting today. Lawmakers will likely suggest changes to the bill when they meet this morning at 11 o'clock. Critics of the bill say it puts a target on the backs of LGBTQ students. Supporters say the bill is necessary because schools are keeping secrets from parents when it comes to transgender children and encouraging them to keep secrets as well. Time now, 6.09. The Republican-led legislature is flexing its power to override the governor's vetoes. The bill about programs on racism and bias that could become law today despite Governor Cooper's objections. And police executed a raid on the headquarters for the upcoming Olympics. What they're looking for just over a year before the games begin. And today is the first day of summer and, ironically, the coolest day of the next seven. We're going to see a flow coming out of the northeast with cloudy skies. Rain this morning, but it may be drier this afternoon. After that, Thursday and Friday look a bit wetter before we start to heat things up over the weekend. I'll also have a look at the tropics for you coming up. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. Well, I'm taking a look at some showers this morning. We saw these starting down to the south uh, near the South Carolina line. Those are starting to lift a little farther north. Starting to see that now in Wilson County, a little bit of that in Wake County. This is going to lift northward across the area and end up uh, bringing us a few showers for the morning commute. You can see that rain still in Fayetteville and Clinton, but that's likely to start tapering off as this band moves northward. Once this band moves on out, we're likely to have some drier conditions over the uh, through the afternoon. We take a look at Durham here, and you can see they've got the cover 
on the baseball diamond at a 69 degrees. Raleigh 69 and Fayetteville's also at 69 right now. Some scattered showers. So heading out the door, grab the umbrella for this morning. Later on this afternoon, it'll be cool with temperatures in the 70s, but it does look a bit on the drier side. Elizabeth here at 613. We're watching that rain moving into the triangle from the south here on dual Doppler 5000 radar and the WRL storm trackers on the road this morning. Just getting into Johnston County on I-40 right around the 42 interchange. Live pictures show you that the windshield wipers are going. We do have that uh, light to moderate rain falling. Just need to be prepared for that this morning. Uh, build in a little extra time in your routine so you're not in a hurry out on those wet roads. Taking a look at the live sensors around the triangle. We're not picking up any backups on 440 or I-40. It's a smooth ride through Wake and Durham County. Thank you, Brian. A bill banning training programs that address racism could become law in North Carolina today. The House will consider whether to override Governor Cooper's veto of the bill after the Senate overrode it yesterday. It was one of four vetoes the Senate voted to override. The bill would ban state agencies from conducting programs on racism and bias. After the vote, we spoke with Senate leader Phil Berger about whether this would hurt public perception of North Carolina. I do think that, uh, that, that uh, the, uh, the, the perception problem and uh, people uh, jump to conclusions about things, uh, I, I think those are problematic. There's no question about that. Yeah, well, it's un unfortunate that the uh, legislature is moving in this direction, but it is a uh, part of a uh, national pattern that uh, right-wing uh, Republicans are engaged in. It's unclear whether the bill would ban future human resource training focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Former President Donald Trump's federal trial date is set. We've learned he's due in court August 14th. He's charged with 37 felony counts of mishandling classified documents after he left office. Discussions on the details for the jury trial would happen toward the end of July, but those dates could be pushed back because of how complicated this case is. The federal judge also said the proceedings will take place in Fort Pierce, Florida. Fire officials are trying to figure out what caused a fire to destroy a small business in Fayetteville. This is video of the damage at Jones Small Engine Repair on Bragg Boulevard. Crews say they responded last night just before 6 o'clock. The owner of the repair shop, Thomas Jones, tells us that an employee was working on a lawnmower, which likely sparked that fire. Jones says his dad started the business in 1982 and that he is determined to rebuild. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. The headquarters for the Paris 2024 Olympics was raided yesterday, part of a corruption probe. French police are looking into alleged embezzlement of public funds and favoritism. Prosecutors confirm raids were also happening at the headquarters of the public body in charge of the Paris Olympics' construction sites. The Paris 2024 organizing committee said in a statement it is cooperating fully with investigators. There's a new school superintendent in Sampson County. The Board of Education hired Jamie King, who has more than 20 years of experience working in public education. King comes from Guilford County Schools, where he was a regional superintendent. People across the area are cleaning up today after yesterday's storm brought down trees. We want to show you now a viewer photo sent into our newsroom from Vass in Moore County. You can clearly see their trees are showing that they uh, took down some power lines there in these photos. And at the storm's peak, thousands of homes and businesses were without power across the region. Nearly all of those outages have been restored. And as we're talking about that, I think it's important to go to meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner to wonder how is today going to look, Elizabeth? Today's going to look better than yesterday. We are dealing with some rain for the morning commute. 
commute, but this afternoon looks dry. It will still be cloudy and cool, but we're not likely to see as much rain as we saw yesterday. Now, tomorrow, we're back into it again with a lot of heavy rain, and we'll talk more about that coming up. Taking a look around the area, we do have some showers that are falling around Goldsboro right now. Um, Apex starting to dry out a little bit as well as Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant. We just had a good bit of rain falling in Fayetteville uh, late last night, early this morning. You can see the wet streets uh, or the wet sidewalks there in Hay Street right in front of our Fayetteville newsroom. Here's a look at the big picture. We're not seeing much rain from Raleigh northward, but we are seeing this band lifting northward. That's going to bring us some scattered rain as we get through the morning commute, especially from the Triangle area and then on up the I-95 corridor. This is weakening considerably as it's moving northward. It was heavier earlier. Now it's just some light showers. Uh, we're seeing that from Garner back down along the Johnston County, Wake County line. Clayton Wilson's Mills, Smithfield, Four Oaks, seeing some of those showers. We'll stretch it back down to the south. Um, Dunn, Clinton's been seeing some rain, but that's starting to lift out. Fayetteville, you're still seeing a few light showers, but that is also likely to taper off in the last 30 minutes. In the last 24 hours, we've seen a lot of rain in some places. Around the Triangle area, parts of Durham County and Wake County have seen up to two and a half to almost three inches of rain. Back over in parts of Johnson County, Wilson's Mills, uh, just to the west of there, we've seen three inches of rain. Uh, we head back down to the south in the eastern part of uh, Cumberland County and parts of Sampson County. We've seen as much as three to three and a half inches. And then look at this. Here in the southern part of Johnston County and parts of Wayne County, we've seen up to five inches in the last uh, 24 hours. So it's been raining pretty hard. Again, a little bit of a break today, not completely, but we do have some drier conditions that you can see down here in South Carolina. So we're going to see a bit of a, what we call a dry slot moving in and drying us out a little bit this afternoon. Here's lunchtime, and you can see the rain starting to taper off. There's 5 p.m. looking nice and dry through the afternoon. It will be gray and uh, cool, but we should see a lot less rain than we saw yesterday. Now, Thursday is a whole different story. We're going to start off in the morning with some showers. You can see the rain there at 9 o'clock, and then the waves just keep coming. There's noon, there's 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and that will continue into Thursday evening. And we do have a different level of flooding risk for tomorrow. Today, it's a green or low risk across our area, but for tomorrow, most of the state is under that medium risk. So with all the rain that we've seen and we add more to that between now and Friday, we could add another two to three, maybe even four inches more of rain. So that means that we could certainly have some flooding issues Thursday. Still some showers on Friday, but over the weekend, we begin to change the pattern. We'll see fewer uh, chances for rain, a little bit more sunshine. That will allow our temperatures to climb up into the low 90s, Brian. Tracking that rain on dual Doppler 5000 radar from Fayetteville all the way into the Dunn and Benson areas and now into parts of Wake County as well. I want to check in with the WRL storm tracker on the road on I-40 there around the McGee Crossroads area in Johnston County. You can see the windshield wipers going there. It is wet on I-40 this morning and especially on those freeways, you're going to run into a lot of spray where it's raining right now. This is just a reminder to build some extra time into your routine this morning so you're not in a hurry as you head out slow down, increase your following distance, and don't forget to turn on those headlights since we are going to be dealing with those showers uh, here in daylight hours. Uh, we're looking at the sensors out there on I-95, maybe a little bit of a slowdown on that northbound side of 95 between Dunn and Benson with some of that wet weather, but overall we're in pretty good shape around the triangle right now. I-40 is still looking good, 540 clear on the north side of Raleigh, and in Durham, I-85 is looking fine in both directions. Good news. Thank you, Brian. Crews on the coast are making progress in their fight against a massive wildfire. The help they're getting from states away as they work to control it. Plus. Our historic buildings will be lost. Our history will be lost. 
Changes are coming to Shaw University in the form of buildings up to 30 stories high. While many people oppose them, why? Raleigh city leaders say this is the right time to make the move. And coming up on today, the judge who presided over Alec Murdoch's murder trial sits down for his first interview since sentencing Murdoch to two life sentences. Judge Clifton Newman talks to Craig Melvin this morning on today. That's at 7 o'clock right here on WREL. And right here, here's a look at your winning lottery numbers. This What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home. The cast of one of Nickelodeon's most popular shows from the 2000s is all grown up and coming back to the screen. Brian Schrader is here now with What's Trending. Fans of Zoe 101 are getting their first look at Zoe 102. Yes, this is coming from Paramount Plus. They dropped the trailer yesterday. The movie sequel brings back many of the friends, including Zoe, played by Britney Spears' sister, Jamie Lynn. It's going to be available for streaming in late July. There's a little drama already brewing with it, though. Some people online say they're not going to watch it because of the whole drama that unfolded with the conservatorship regarding her sister, Britney. So mm. curious to see what the numbers will look like in terms of how many people actually end up watching it. I don't think they're speaking right now either, so I know that that's a little bit of a... There's a little Instagram back and yeah. forth thing, so I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. We'll see. Oh, my. We'll, we'll follow it all for you. Don't worry. Yes. Uh, Trevor Noah is stepping back into the spotlight. The former host of The Daily Show is going to launch a podcast on Spotify later this year. It's going to be a weekly show blending humor with important global topics. He's also going to interview inter influential people from around the world. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been off the air for a little bit. Uh, so he said he's coming back. He said uh, we'll probably fix every single issue humankind has ever faced. Uh, so you definitely want to tune in and join us for every episode. That's that's a lot. That's, that's a big, a big statement right there. there from Trevor Noah. <laughs> but, but a lot of people do like his uh, his special brand of yes, delivering the do. news while also poking yeah. fun. So. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you, Brian. Okay, so if you have a middle schooler who loves math and science, oh, folks, we want to meet them. North Carolina STEM Explorers, a children's program airing on WREL this fall, is once again looking for kid hosts. Auditions happen here at the WREL Studios campus between 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Saturday. For more on the audition process or how to submit a video online, visit camproductionsnc.com. And still ahead for us, we are following breaking news this morning from Fayetteville. An Amber Alert is in effect for this three-year-old little boy. Michael Grace joins us after the break and the WRL Breaking News Tracker with more. And there's some rain out there that you may deal with this morning. Most of it is in our southern counties right now, but it's going to be lifting across the triangle. I'll show you the timeline and which part of the day looks the driest coming up. And while she's tracking that, the WREL Storm Tracker is out on the roads this morning, giving us a look at the conditions. You can clearly see a little rain there on the road here right now. Brian Schrader will join us again after the break with how the rain is going to affect your commute. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.